if you want to, for comedic purposes, just leave the podcast in the middle. Welcome to Geeks Without God with Tim Wick, Nick Glover, and Molly Glover. We're geeks, we're geeks, we're geeks without God. This week on Geeks Without God, we are joined by dinosaur expert Reverend Matt Kesson to discuss The Velocipaster, which is a terrible, terrible movie, and we can't believe that we're spending any time on it at all. Well, welcome to Geeks Without God. I'm your host, Tim Wick. I am joined, as always, by my co-hosts, Nick Glover. <laughs> and Molly Glover. <laughs> Adios mio. <laughs> and we are we are joined uh once again by our good friend and uh dinosaur expert <laughs> the Reverend Reverend Matt Kesson. Hello Matt, thanks for joining us. Hello, thanks. Thanks for having me once again in spite of the Unfortunate topic, but I, the, I suppose we haven't got to that yet. The topic. Did you, enjoy, did you enjoy our very authentic dinosaur noises? Yeah, yeah. Well, given what we're here to talk about, I, uh, I, 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 we don't know what dinosaurs sound like. None of us know. Maybe that's exactly true. what they sound like. <laughs> <laughs> However, uh, we are here to talk about a movie, and I use that term lightly, called <laughs> The Velocipaster. This movie is available. Available for streaming on Amazon Prime. If you have Amazon Prime, I'm not going to recommend you watch it. If you don't, I definitely have, don't get Amazon Prime yeah, no. for this movie. Uh, no. but uh, we invited I Matt on. I would recommend pirating this movie. No, I, I, I think uh, now I could be wrong, and I don't want to. I don't want to speak for anybody else on the podcast, but I believe nobody on this podcast would recommend that you watch this film. I just, yeah, I just want to say that this isn't one of those damn things where uh, where your listeners' senses of contrariness should kick in and be like, oh, I need to see something if it's this bad. No, this just makes your life worse. It makes the world worse. This is not. Yeah. This is not a. This is not funny. This is not a so bad it's good movie. I have been present for one person who insisted. You know who I told. That no, that don't do this, and they did it anyway in front of me, and uh, and uh, it was Melissa Kirscher, who is of course known oh. to many of you. Oh, and, yes. Yeah, and and she she I accepted her apologies for not <laughs> It is uh, even Melissa Kirscher said it was yeah, bad. We, yeah, she's she's yeah. pretty forgiving. She is That's pretty forgiving. The last time she was on our show as a guest was to talk about enjoying bad movies. That's right, kind right. of her whole bag, and the fact that she didn't like it is the worst condemnation a movie can get. I feel well, like. I mean, there's a simple, there's a, I mean, if we may just get right into the meat. Sure. Of it, there's a simple, oh, hold on, hold on, Matt, Matt, okay. before we go, I need to warn our listeners. We are going to spoil. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. We're going to spoil, spoil the shit out of this movie. Oh, okay. So, so if for some names. reason we cannot discourage you from watching the film, please know there will be spoilers. Go ahead, Matt. Yeah. Plot. Well, and, and, <laughs> And I'm going to spoil, and, and, and spoiler for that, what I'm about to say is something that I probably should leave to the end, so I'm going to spoil this very You're podcast. You're going to spoil uh, the podcast, yeah, okay. Yeah, but, um, but 
there's a, one simple reason that this film is terrible, and that is not its poor special effects or poor writing or poor acting or any of those things. Those are all terrible things, but mm-hmm. I am... Uh, I mean, those are all completely terrible. But um, I personally, I've kind of, you know, enjoy what you enjoy, but I myself have left my so-bad-it's-good phase behind quite some time ago. And that's... that's. And, but if that's your thing, that's your thing, great, fine. I still, though, I don't, I don't, I don't really do the so-bad-it's-good thing, but I still... I'm fascinated by the exceptional as far as badness is concerned. Um, like I have, I have both of the existing seasons on DVD that exist on DVD of small wonder, just because I like to watch <laughs> them and figure out what happened. You know, <laughs> it's hard to make a TV show and yet they did. And everybody hated it. And oh. I mean, obviously everybody doing that show has no interest in what they're doing, but they're doing it anyway. Um, except for the little girl who's giving, who's, who's, doing her best in terrible, terrible conditions. Um, but anyway, the point is, the point is I can, I have a certain sort of appreciation for genuine terribleness and what the Velocipaster does that I can't forgive is be not genuine in its terribleness. It yeah. is, it, it is not earnest. It is not a failure. It is, well, it is a failure, but it's not the failure it wants to be. It, uh, it, it is try it is trying to be bad. It is it its purpose is to be bad. And this is lazy and stupid and proves nothing. The, I, being bad on purpose is is low level frat boy humor as far as I'm concerned. And uh and I'm not interested in watching it. I've watched it, yeah. I watched it once myself, and I watched it once with Melissa Kirscher and uh and I certainly didn't rewatch it for this podcast, and uh, and that's okay. We we um, we uh, we would have felt bad had you done so. I have seen I, it fully twice, though, so yeah. so you know that's rough. I I could not agree with you more. I'm nodding so emphatically that Nick asked me if I was okay just now. I I, um, <laughs> I had to pee. Maybe. I know. I I genuinely can't. I wrote uh, several notes for this movie, as is my Balowick, and I uh, wrote, it is tropey with zero satire that lands or right. feels purposeful. Right. Uh, it leans it like when it, it doesn't, it's it's trying, it's trying so hard, which is the very first fucking thing it puts up is rated X by a group of Christians. And yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, for yeah. what? Try hard. For zero. Well, so then I'm like, oh, okay, so maybe this is going to be really like, oh, like really like anti-Christian or something. No, there was fucking nothing about this movie that would make a group of Christians rate it X. It, uh, it was I, so try hard. I feel like uh, so in a very different way than how, you know, in the, uh, the movie and musical, the producers, they deliberately try to make a failure in order to make more more money as a, part of a, as a part of a scam they, yes. they make the worst thing they can possibly imagine the musical springtime for hitler right and right. they and they succeed in their failure right uh, i right. think similarly they have tried to make something very bad however they have failed in their failure not that they have made something successful despite trying to fail they have failed in making something bad by making something terrible yeah, right. It's just it's just yeah, it's it's not yeah, there's there's simply no there's simply no achievement of any kind, either <laughs> technical or moral or anything 
in making something bad on purpose without there being any satire in it. Exactly. Right. Well, and and the thing is, they're trying to make. I think. I think. I. It's hard to really figure out exactly what their goal is, but I think they were trying to make satire. They were trying to make a bad movie, but the problem with making a bad movie is if you don't make it exceptionally well, like absolutely knocked out of the park well. It's well, just going to be a slog. I mean, I don't know that I've ever seen. Uh, I don't know personally. My own take. I, I can't imagine an intentionally bad movie that I would like. Um, there are unintentionally bad movies that I like because I appreciate their earnestness um, and the fascinating concept of all these people working so hard on a movie and it coming out so ridiculously badly. But uh, but yeah, but being bad on purpose is it's not. It's not as funny as they think it is. It's not funny at all, and it and it, it it accomplishes nothing. I mean, I mean, I assume. See, I got it because I at the time that it came out, being the person that I am, everybody needed me to you know uh-huh. get in on it, uh-huh. uh, much as we are seeing here. And so, and I did not have <laughs> services at the at the time, and so I uh, and so I, I I ordered a Blu-ray of it, and on the Blu-ray there are trailers uh, for other bad on purpose movies and uh and i can't really remember them very well but uh the, the one i remember is ouija shark where people summon the ghost of a shark with a ouija board and i don't i'm not gonna do that i'm never gonna see that as i'm alive as long as i'm alive but that's a better concept than anything yeah. in velocipaster i mean it's it's more intentional stupidness but uh but it's intentional stupidness with some whisper of again Frat boy, bro, cleverness, and uh, and and this just doesn't even this doesn't even have that, and it's uh, I don't know what it's 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 just it's you know like Beavis and Butthead back in the day was in fact satire and was right. a show right. about a show about dumb people made by and for smart people, you know, um, and this is. This is just the mo- this is just a movie that Beavis and Butthead would make for other people. Yeah. And, and now, see, I would like the movie Beavis and Butthead made. Right, they, right. They would do it with earnestness. I would uh, honestly, the earnestness is a really key point, I think. And honestly, like I, we we decided to watch this thinking it was a a bad Christian sci-fi horror movie that there was going to be some element of Christianity in the movie. Uh, if if nothing else, at least some sort of vague message of it that we could use as the reason that we were watching it. And I got to the point where about 45 minutes in, I was wishing it was a Christian movie because oh, yeah. at least then there would be some sort of interesting ethos going on. Right, but right. instead, it really just seemed that the, the reason that they made him a pastor was because they got a a two for one sale on uh, priest costumes at spirit Halloween. Uh, and then that is the reason everything was so bad. I, I was so mad early in the movie. They, when the, the, the Velocipastor's uh, parents are murdered in a car fire that yeah, they yeah. didn't even try to do it. Like if they had had a matchbox car that they'd lit on fire, or if they'd had, I don't know, a drawing or something, but, but they, they had, had nothing. They just well, they put had the, BFX the, of car on fire. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. They had, yeah, right. They, for, for those of you who have never watched it and therefore led better lives than me, um, <laughs> I, yeah, a car blows up and then there's just a, a picture of the car with via with the with the. There's not even a car there. With the, there isn't a car there with a, with lettering on the screen VFX of car on VFX fire. This, this car on really fire. Hint, this is really the first hint of the of 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 the of the Lazy. lowness of the humor and laziness. Uh, the laziness and uh, and that's not yeah and and the look we look we did something very badly i just i don't it's i mean you know i've met people who would think that's funny i work with people who would think that's funny but uh, <laughs> yes but they're wrong because it's not so uh so anyway yeah i've run out of things to say about Blossbuster. how much more of the <laughs> did, did any of you read about the origins of the of the movie no so no. so uh brennan seal the writer and director uh, of the movie uh he he was writing velociraptor on his phone and it autocorrected to veloca pastor okay and he was in film school and so he shot you know as a as a part of a project for school they were like make trailers for for movies that don't exist like just you know it's good practice you get to get experience shooting and all that jazz so he did trailers for like five kind of grindhouse-ish movies and one of them was velocipaster and all his other content that he had school projects that he had put on youtube had gotten like yeah 45 50 views and his trailer for velocipaster got like forty-five thousand. and so he saw that and went you know I guess I should turn this into a movie, huh? And and <sighs> for some reason he did. I mean, but it all comes machete. down to autocorrect. That's kind of how we got Machete in some ways, and Machete is good, you know. Um, sure, but uh, well, I yeah. mean, that's yeah, I that's the thing. It's like uh, Grindhouse, the movie, yeah, is two competent directors right. trying to make a grindhouse film and right. grindhouse films were terrible not, and not great right they they were poor they, because the people didn't have making them didn't have a lot of money didn't they were the movie have equivalent a lot of, of the shock jock right they didn't have a lot of skill but they were they were making a movie man and some of them some of them ended up being fantastic in spite of themselves and a lot of right. them are just crap and then sure. you got Tarantino and Rodriguez who come in and try to make an homage to those movies, right. but they well, are, but they are not intentionally trying to make a movie as bad as a grindhouse film because they're not really capable of it. Right? They're they're not well, capable of making a movie that shitty. Right. Well, and grindhouse movies, I mean, bad though they may have been, mere badness that was not in the end their defining characteristic. There was a certain style to them, you know, a certain of its own of their own visual and storytelling tropes and so you can do something with that you can pay homage to that um and that's fine and great you know that's that's terrific i, I liked i liked grindhouse i liked uh i yeah. liked uh machete very much um and I, I i really want to make it clear that like my issues with this movie and you said this at the top kesson it i'm not like oh it wasn't very polished or oh like they didn't have enough money and so the movie wasn't very good that is yeah, not the yeah, issue yeah. they yeah. had a bad script it was written badly that is a big thing for me like you can get it seemed like they didn't have anyone punch it up 
I don't feel like anybody read this script except for the guy who wrote it. It yeah. I don't I don't think he had anyone else help. Well, I don't think I don't think he wanted to. I think I think like I say, I they deliberately made a bad movie and they did do that, but in deliberately mm-hmm. making something bad, you are, do something that is the deliberateness renders there, it completely worthless. Renders it unfunny yeah. and unsatirical and uh, dishonest. And, yeah, and and dishonest and lacking in charm. And there, so, there's, there was there's one... a movie that came out about twenty years ago called The Lost Skeleton of Cadavera, which was oh, a well, I could, yeah. It, it's it is supposed to be it is a satire of like nineteen fifties sci fi films, right? Mm-hmm. And I remember seeing the trailer and going, oh. I love 1950s sci-fi films. I'm interested in this movie because I'm interested in somebody trying to make a satirical take on, you know, and, and it was it was like trying to make a satirical take on satirical take on Ed Wood movies, and yeah, then you right. watch it and you're like, but when you're satirizing Ed Wood, you can't make a good movie, right? You, right, right, right. Be, because what he made was so bad, so spectacularly bad. I mean, I love his movies for how bad they are because they're amazing in their, they're just total incompetence because he's not trying to make a bad movie. That's the thing. Talking about Ed I, Wood. I, there we go. Yeah. yeah that, that's that's the thing about, about Ed Wood. He, he wasn't trying to make a bad movie. No. Lost Skeleton of Cadaver was trying to make a good version of a bad movie. And I don't think you can do that. Because it sure didn't work. Uh, okay, yeah, I never did see Lost Skeleton of Cadaver. So, so this is so I'm I'm talking out of turn here. But I have out of turn here, but I got the impression from a distance that it was one of these. Because every so often somebody satirizes 1950s sci-fi, just leaning real heavy on the low quality of the scripts and special effects. And to my thinking, that's shooting fish in a barrel. You know, yes, right. yeah, no, the 50s. Yes, we know, we know the 50s. The the the, the about the only. The, off the top of my head, I'm sure there's more, but off the top of my head, the only the only thing that satir- that I've seen that satirized 50s sci-fi that I really liked was uh, was the trailer for Mant in uh, <laughs> in the movie uh, what was it called Matinee or uh, Oh Wonder yeah 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 Matinee yeah. that's right yeah. yeah would would you say um, Mars Attacks falls into that category I a think bit? it does. I think, I think it does. I like, category, but I, I, like Mars was, I like Mars Attacks. I, I myself did not, but uh, but yeah, yeah, but I but that's 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 uh, that's fine. Um, yeah, and I just yeah, just making fun of special effects and and obviously bad scripts. I, I don't feel. I mean, satire ought to have some sort of insight. Satire ought mm-hmm. to sure show you. Be, something you have to be earnest to do satire. Totally obvious. Um, it, Without the satire, and yeah, and and fifty science fiction UFOs look bad. Yeah, no, we know, we know. (laughs) There's a movie that this reminded me a lot of uh, that I feel like was more successful in this. In 2001, there's a movie that came out called Jesus Christ Vampire Hunter. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, on its face, obviously, like you can see a lot of similarity right off the bat, Um, but Jesus Christ Vampire Hunter is a low budget movie that isn't i mean it's not a good movie but it's not this piece of shit it's not velocipaster it's some people that 
got together to make try to make a fun movie and they tried to do some silly stuff and the lead character is jesus who knows kung fu and he's out to save all the lesbians of ontario who are being eaten by vampires who've chosen them because no one's going to miss them you know they're they're forgotten by society. Oh, well, see, there's something to be said. Yeah, there's 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 something there. There's something right. To yeah, there's, you it, just described a plot. Yeah, which the Velocipaster yeah. did not have. Right. Not have. The so, which is why plot. why up to this point we haven't discussed it because there is no plot. Oh, we to will. Discuss. I have. A, I have. Uh, a, no, I have. A, the rundown of the plot is literally this. I, I wrote notes to this. It is basically so this guy's parents die, and then he cuts his hand on a, a relic. And now he can turn into a velociraptor. And and at first it happens against his will, but then he can apparently control how much of it he turns. And he decides he's going to kill bad people, but that's the whole movie. He never decides to do it. He never kills any bad people. He never actually like goes. There's no, there's no driving action. There is a random Chinese guy who has some white ninjas uh, of some some stripe, and they are tangentially related to the fact that he is a velocipa- like velociraptor. He's also nothing. He is no dinosaur. He is. It is the most awful. Oh, just terrible. Costume. But again, I've on ever- purpose. The costume is obviously plainly designed well, to be stupid and, looking, and that's what's so frustrating. Yeah, satirical and not not yeah not like. So. The only honestly, like the only the best part of that movie was they did a good location scouting for the church. The church was very nice. Oh, very the good. interior of the church was lovely. And beyond that, I just don't understand. I honestly expected that the main actor was going to also be the writer, director and editor, because that's how bad oh, of yeah, an actor yeah. he was. <laughs> but no, he was an actor that they hired to do the movie. Uh, there, there was one joke in the movie that you and I both gave a, a very generous, sensible chuckle. What was that? That was the, uh, the, the pimp. Oh, the pimp, Frankie the pimp, mermaid. The pimp is named Frankie mermaid. You know why they call him mermaid? Why? Cause he's swimming in bitches. That's true. I did write down Frankie <laughs> mermaid swimming in bitches. And I did, that I did is, like that. That is, that was like, Oh, huh. That feels like that feels like the the second thing that he came up with when deciding to make this movie. Right. And the first one was the typo. Yeah, We're very right. generous people. Yeah. Um, the, there was one point that I laughed out loud, but I don't think oh, I was supposed to. What was it? It was uh, when his parents, his father says, uh, we'll pick you up after priest college. Oh, right. Priest and college. I, I thought I thought calling a seminary priest college was hilarious because it was so wrong. Um, I think I was like, stupid it, yeah, sorry. I I Maybe that was intentional, right? Maybe that was an intentional joke, and it was an awkward. It was so bad, an intentional joke. It was funny. If it wasn't That's an intentional possible. joke, it was also funny. It's possible um, that was an intentional joke. The part where the main, I'm gonna say ninja because that's clearly what they were trying to be, but they had white t-shirts wrapped around their heads um the main ninja guy turned out to be his brother who was always there in the scene except he wasn't was real bad and i could tell they just there was just so much where you could tell it like you said this very like broy humor where you can tell they think they're being very funny and mm. I, I one thing i wrote was it has places where it's trying so hard to be weird 
Like they're trying really hard to make a weird movie and to make this a cult classic. And it comes off as so try hard and well, so cringy because see, they I are hoping for. I mean, you know, I mean, somebody who somebody who does super weird dinosaur related content on purpose is, of yep. course, Chuck Tingle. And I didn't really I wasn't really imagining that. And I hate to I hate to even bring up his name in this conversation right. because Chuck Dingle is wonderful. And, yes. uh, and I didn't, you know, the, 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 the stuff I saw about Velocipaster before I ordered it, I'm like, Oh, this isn't, this doesn't, this is not going to be good. But I was, I was hoping against hope that, that maybe there'd be a, you know, there'd be a high weirdness. Yeah. Tingle vibe, but there wasn't, there wasn't. No. Um, or maybe some that? good dinosaur stuff, right? But, you know, or something, may, but like... may, maybe in, in all of this badness, at least there's some, some entertaining dinosaur stuff, but there, there yeah. is no the, the the only thing that happens as far as dinosaurs is he tells his whore of whore with a heart of gold girlfriend uh, that she knows dinosaurs and he doesn't. Um, uh, he he's she says I don't know much about God and he says well I don't know much about dinosaurs. Yes, that's what that's that's what the line. I it's, wrote it down because it was so fucking stupid I couldn't believe it. It's a it's a non-weird person's idea of a weird movie. It's a yeah. a non I don't know. It just feels like it's it's the person who made this movie is trying to be a bunch of things they're not. Uh beyond okay. just, you know, like a filmmaker. Ugh. It, it, you know, <laughs> you know uh, uh, like a, a teenage kid, I'm going to say teenage boys specifically for this example, because that's most of them I, I ran into, who they have a a very affected p- part of their personality that has become their way they express themselves and, and stand out, but it's so clearly affected that it's uh, it's it's actually like detracts. The, the example I'm thinking of is a kid reaches into their pocket and pulls out a matchbox that they use as their wallet and they covered it with stickers. And it's like, Oh, some people have wallets, but I use this. And it's like, yeah, okay, kid, I get you. Whatever. That's cool. Yeah. But those are kids and these are grown ass. Yeah. Exactly. Made a movie, yes. You know, yeah. um, yes. I mean, I was a bit like that when I was, who a wasn't? Kid. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I carried, totally was I carried cringe. an animal crackers box as a purse. Well into my twenties. We all, we all do cringe when we're teenagers, but we don't then turn around and, Spend forty thousand dollars making this. Speaking of cringe, this insulting, stupid thing. Yeah, this mm-hmm. movie had some pretty racist shit. Uh, uh, the when when he says that he needs to go where God will not follow, uh, he goes to China. He drives to China. Yes, he drives to China, but he goes to China, and they don't say it explicitly like Ah, China, where God will not follow. But literally, the first thing he says is, "I have to go where God will not follow," and the next line is China. So, like, that's a little rough. At one point, one of the characters says, "What did that Chinese say to you?" And that's not good. And then, like, to be honest, I don't know if that guy was was actually speaking full Chinese sentences or just saying random things in Chinese. I don't know. I wouldn't put it past either one of those, but it sure felt, boy, I don't know, man. It it just felt bad. It felt bad top to bottom, Mm -hmm. but I don't, I don't, I'm, I'm out of things to say about it too. (laughs) Yeah. You may have noticed I've fallen silent quite some time since. I like that this is silent for you. Yeah, I, I got, I got, no, it's, 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 yeah, it's, it's childish. And 
and stupid and uh, yeah and it's because it's because yeah it, it has no there's no point there's no point there's no yeah. freaking point yeah. um of yeah, any it, kind it lacks earnestness that's that's yeah. what I, that's what i like about plan 9 from outer space right it's it's earnest it is somebody with no talent who right desperately wants to make something great and believes they are making something great. Right, and, right, right. And there is no earnestness in this film. There is there is somebody who's winking so hard at the camera that they forgot to open their eyes and look through the viewfinder to see what they were actually <laughs> shooting. That's um, really good. Quote. That's very Excellently, good. Like excellent, <laughs> excellent ending line about it. <laughs> well, uh, I... I Matt, thank you for joining us to talk about this movie. Uh, and I'm sorry. sorry sorry to have brought up such a painful memory. I'm glad that you did not uh, feel the need to rewatch it to remind oh, you Christ, of no. the pain. No. And, uh, you know, I think we all kind of hoped that there was going to be some either really terrible dinosaur shit or really Chris- terrible Christian shit to some- talk yeah. about. And there was none yeah. of that. No. There was none of that. But no, it's just I should make it clear. Time. We didn't watch the movie and then go, oh my God, we got to do an episode about this. We were trying to think of episodes and we were like, well, there's this shitty movie called The Velocipaster. Maybe we could watch that. I bet it's got some Christian stuff in it. And they didn't and come. Then- they didn't consult me, which is which is no. Then we were like, "We'll just watch it and we'll see." Here. Kesson wants to join us, and Kesson said he hated better. it, and it was like, "Oh, Kesson hated it." I bet it's because it's so Christian, and now we know. Well, yeah. our yep. Sometimes you need to ask the follow-up question, so that's our failure. Yeah. But speaking of questions, it's time for five questions, which I think hey. is going to be a much more pleasant experience than watching the Velocipaster, which I must once again caution you listeners. Not to do. Do yeah, not watch not, this movie. Yeah. It's yeah. not hip. It's not funny. It's a waste I'd, of everyone's time. I would have rather had silence and no phone. I would have rather sat in silence for 70 minutes than watch yeah. that fucking movie. Philip Glass's Velocipaster. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that that sounds like a version of hell that I don't even want to contemplate any longer. Uh, we're going to do five questions, Molly. Question number one for the Reverend Matt Kesson. Question one, what is a game you have played recently that you really enjoyed? Well, I'm a giant nerd. Um, and uh, yeah, this is not going to help your listeners at all. But but here's the uh, here's the uh, here's the answer, which is that some friends of mine out on the East Coast uh, have a homebrew role playing game thing that they've that Ooh. they've uh, they've invented. And uh, and it's this thing where we're all teenagers sent out on a sort of less god awful room springer from a from a from our from our <laughs> tiny little tiny little village and everyone's just really playing the teenager thing up really well and really fun and really intelligently. And, uh, and, uh, and it's just super fun. And so, uh, and, and this is, and this is something that started up over the pandemic cause it's all over cause it's like yeah. my East coast friends were on the East coast. And so we just keep doing it over zoom. And, uh, and so that's been super fun. And, uh, and it's called Eastopia, and none of you have any access to it um, because it is a homebrew game that some people I know do. So, ha ha! Awesome. But but that is in fact my answer to the question. Homebrew role playing again, playing is great. I think that's a fantastic answer. Uh, okay. Question number two, Nick. Uh, what science fact or discovery do you think is really fucking cool? 
Uh, the best science discovery just recently is uh, South America. They unearthed an ankylosaur called Stegouros, which uh, which is a, a small ankylosaur, only about six feet long. But uh, unlike previous ankylosaurs, which either have you know the famous club tail, or quite a number of the ankylosaurs just don't have any weapon on the tail at all, but just you know an, an armored but otherwise normal reptilian tail. Um, Stegouros has a kind of long horizontal blade going down either side of the tail and coming to a point at the end like a big broad sword at the end of it except made of different pieces so it's articulated like a, and can like and a can fan with the tail uh no not exactly i mean it's like the aztecs had a weapon called the makawetl that it sort of resembles except also with a point because it's just i mean it's it's a saw it's it's shaped like a big thick sword but just with joints on the inside so it can swing back and forth a good uh, a good bit and so uh Neat. so that's that's the best that's the that's the best recent discovery that uh, that 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 there's been as far as i'm concerned so the I next have... thing that we can assume they're going to discover is that dinosaurs actually jousted each other yeah yeah, yeah. i would no, assume it's, it's, Naruto yeah. running it's amazing <laughs> stuff yeah awesome awesome that is a great Great science fact. I'm excited about that. Question number three. Where do you get your sense of right and wrong from? Because we assume it isn't religion. No, of course it isn't religion. Um, humans have a capacity for compassion. I have the somewhat idealistic opinion that it is fairly native. Every tiny child I've met seems to have some level of empathy and compassion that just is part of who they are and i think when you meet so many adults who don't have it it's because it's been beaten out of them now this is obviously mm. idealistic of me uh, you know the further we get into post-trump america with things being the way they are i am the more and more concerned that some people actually know aren't born with this but uh but They're called sociopaths I, uh, yes <laughs> and, and they maybe and maybe a third of the country is is fully that but um <laughs> but Compassion is, in my opinion, to at least some degree, natural and real, and uh, and and uh, I can't always be relied upon. But certainly, religious morality can be relied upon even less. So, yeah. uh, <laughs> yeah. word, so, so. You're, you're saying your innate sense of compassion. I get yes, I get right. I get my sense of morality because I think humans are social creatures and we have, and, and it is a native thing for us. We, it, hmm. it is aberrant to be otherwise. Hmm, hmm, hmm. Good point. Question four. Question four. If you could build a robot to perfectly perform one chore or task for you for the rest of your life, what would you choose? I need a marketing bot. I run this, uh, <laughs> I run, you know, I have a, I have a little one man show called Reverend Matt's Monster Science and it's doing very nicely and I enjoy it very much and uh, and everybody should look it up and come and see my shows <laughs> and join my Patreon and and I've just done all that just now and I hate it. Um, I would like <laughs> I would like somebody to build a robot to do all you that. Need sort a, of thing you need for a hype man. Just do a whole lot of it. I, I you know you have to you, you know you do a show by yourself and you got to market it. That's 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 the yeah. value of the business. But. Uh, but I don't, I don't enjoy that aspect of it at all. Um, but it is extremely necessary. So please build me a standard model marketing droid. That'd that's, be great. That's a great you, idea. Yeah. Uh, what, what website would that marketing droid be advertising? Uh, well, right now, RevMatch Monster Science is not in too good shape. But uh, oh, all right. just go ahead and look me up on uh, that, that. That marketing droid would, would send you to my various uh, social media accounts. I have the 
I have the I have the basic ones for forty eight year old man, which is to say uh, Facebook <laughs> and uh, Twitter and Instagram. So uh, so yes. All right, Nick. Thank question you, five. Uh, question five is: uh, What is a movie or TV show you think everyone should watch? There's a movie called Baraka um, that I think everyone should watch. I I I, uh, I once had someone, and this is of interest to to you guys and your listeners, presumably. But I once had someone challenged me to what would what what would atheist church involve uh, if 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 atheists gathered in a regular fashion and celebrated you know celebrated their 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 beliefs or however you want to put it what what would what would they do and there's all sorts of things for them to do but as far as i was concerned but one of the biggest ones is this movie called baraka and and baraka is it's technically a documentary and it's it's sort of in the koyana scotsy mold which is to say just sort of this series of images without narration or commentary mm. koyana scotsy is you watch Koyana Scotsy, which I a lot of people haven't seen this either. But if you've seen Koyana Scotsy, it's it's very good. But also, its moral is very clear and very plain, um, and that's fine. Uh, Baraka is much less so. Baraka is just kind of this this series of images of gorgeous and hideous things all over the world. Um, hmm. The first time I saw it, one of the friends I saw it at the old Oak Street Cinema, and one of the friends I went with it said, uh, "The world is full of amazing things." Here they are. Um, real real things? Yeah, real things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mountain Neat. ranges and temples and people doing stuff and 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 the the everlasting fires in Kuwait and the memorials in the in, in the concentration camps and forests and cities and I mean oh, natural really, and man-made and man, just natural and man-made and beautiful wow. and hideous and extraordinary and it's just a series of images of it and it just and it just makes me feel uh I don't know it makes me feel like the world is wonderful do they talk about what they are or is it just the images Nobody's- Nobody says a damn word. Nobody's talking. Just pictures, no other captions, so you know what you're looking at. Nope. Um, no. How do you I, know I what you're looking? How did you even know what you saw? I mean, there's a lot of stuff in there. There's a bunch of stuff. I've watched this film twenty or thirty times, and there's a bunch huh. of stuff in there. I have absolutely no idea what it is. And I, in the, in the credits, they 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 give a list of all the places they went to, that's and it is so cool. and it is literally hundreds of things long. It is all over the place. So I, uh, I think I've seen this. But I think the context under which I saw this movie was, hey, let's do a bunch of drugs and watch Baraka. <laughs> uh, so I don't, I don't super remember a lot of it, but what you're saying rings a bell and, and seems like the kind of thing a friend of mine would recommend in this particular uh I will uh, tell our listeners, informed. as we've been talking about it, I've looked it up just to make sure I got the spelling right. It is B-A-R-A-K-A. And like much the Mortal Kombat character over yeah. after whom I assume it is named. And much yeah. like the Velocipaster, which you should not watch, yes. this film is available for free on Amazon Prime Video. Nice. So nice. if you're listening to this episode and you feel compelled to go to Amazon Prime Video to watch something, perhaps Perfect. let us Perfect. recommend Baraka, which is I a did film. Not realize this. Which is a film the Reverend Matt Kesson says everyone should watch. So I think so. Thank you very much. Great. 
thank you very much for that recommendation, which I realize you did not know was on the same streaming platform <laughs> as the no, steaming pile of dookie that we just discussed. I'm very pleased about that. That's a great, but, yeah. uh, it's it's a lovely a coincidence, end. which is yeah. indeed a coincidence. It is not determined by God in any way. Oh, it's just a coincidence. Yes, yes. Thank you for joining us, Matt, and discussing this, this uh, painful film. Uh, as I said, I'm, I'm sorry to have brought up a painful memory. If you enjoyed Matt's answers to our five questions and would indeed like to answer them yourself, you can send those answers to fivequestionsatgeekswithoutgod.com. Matt mentioned his Patreon. We also have a Patreon. And if you support us on mm-hmm. Patreon, mention that in the subject line. We will bump your five answers to the top of the queue. You also can... Much of the time, listen to episodes early. Not always. Sometimes I get the episodes edited the day that they go up. Not often, but twice recently. Anyway, that's ah. my own hmm. my own problem, and it's not going to happen in the future, I promise. Well, not probably this week. Anyway. And if you want a sticker, send us your address. Yes. Send your questions. Please do. Give us your address. We will send you a Geeks Without God sticker. I think I'm going to call this podcast done. Thank you so much for listening. God. Catch you next week. Goodbye. Bye. Given the choice between going to church and watching the Velocipaster again, ugh, tough. We're geeks, we're geeks, we're geeks without God. We're geeks, we're geeks, we're geeks without God. We don't recognize moral authority. We don't accept divine superiority. We're geeks, geeks without God. Until next time, you can find us blogging at geekswithoutgod.com. You can follow us on Twitter at geekswithoutgod, and you can even like us on Facebook. We're geeks, we're geeks, we're geeks without God. We're geeks, we're geeks, we're geeks without God. We're geeks, geeks without God. When everyone started chanting, let her die, let her die, that was amazing.